a reading from the book of Acts. Then an angel of the Lord said to Philip, Get up and go towards the south to the road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is a wilderness road. So he got up and went. Now there was an Ethiopian eunuch, a court official of the Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, in charge of her entire treasury. He had come to Jerusalem to worship and was returning home. Seated in his chariot, he was reading the prophet Isaiah. Then the spirit said to Philip, go over to this chariot and join it. So Philip ran up to it and heard him reading the prophet Isaiah. He asked, do you understand what you are reading? He replied, how can I unless someone guides me? And he invited Philip to get in and sit beside him. Now the passage of the scripture that he was reading was this. Like a sheep, he was led to the slaughter, and like a lamb, silent before its shearer. So he does not open his mouth. In his humiliation, justice was denied him. Who can describe his generation? For his life is taken away from the earth. The eunuch asked Philip, about whom, may I ask you, does the prophet say this, about himself or about someone else? Then Philip began to speak, and starting with this scripture, he proclaimed to him the good news about Jesus. As they were going along the road, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, look, here is water. What is to prevent me from being baptized? He commanded the chariot to stop, and both of them, Philip and the eunuch, went down into the water, and Philip baptized him. When they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord snatched Philip away. The eunuch saw him no more and went on his way rejoicing. But Philip found himself at Azotus, and as he was passing through the region, he proclaimed the good news to all the towns until he came to Caesarea. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God.
A reading from the Gospel of Luke. Now on that same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem, and talking with each other about all the things that had happened. While they were talking and discussing, Jesus himself came near and went with them. But their eyes were kept from recognizing him. And he said to them, what are you discussing with each other while you walk along? They stood still, looking sad. Then one of them, whose name was Cleopas, answered him, are you the only stranger in Jerusalem who does not know the things that have taken place here these days? He asked them what things, and they replied, the things about Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet, mighty indeed in word before God and all the people, and how the chief priests and leaders handed him over to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we had hoped he was the one to redeem Israel. Yes, and besides all this, it is now the third day since these things took place. Moreover, some women of our group astounded us. They were at the tomb early this morning, and when they did not find his body there, they came back and told us they had indeed seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they did not see him. Then he said to them, Oh, how foolish you are and how slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have declared. Was it not necessary that the Messiah should suffer these things and then enter into his glory? Then beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them the things about himself in all the scripture. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God.
believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the power of the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting.
Please be seated. Good evening and welcome to Trinity Cathedral. Welcome to those of you joining us here in the cathedral. Welcome to those of you joining us online. 
We're so glad you can be with us this evening. We are thrilled to welcome the Reverend Becca Stevens uh, to be with us this evening as our preacher, but also Becca and her assistant Kristen will be uh, joining me for a community forum immediately after the service down in Cathedral Hall. Go out, go to your right. I know there'll also be some uh, light supper that you can get on the way out to the left. If you're going to stay for that, if you want, I'm doing all the directions here. If you want to join us for um, the forum, we'll actually start promptly at 7, but there are a few high-top tables if you want to grab a bite and come and join us, though we may have, have already gotten started. But most importantly, you'll notice on your way out that there is a place uh, to see what Thistle Farms has to offer. I encourage you uh, to pick up lots of wonderful gifts from there because that not only are they great things to have, they are also ways to support the work of Thistle Farms. And we welcome Becca to uh, the cathedral this evening. Welcome. We would like you to preach now. Um, thank you. Dean, thank you, Bishop. It's been great to be welcomed in here, and people started hugging us right when we came. That is, the gift of the gospel and sign of hospitality is the best. So thank you, thank you so much. First things first, I'm from Music City, USA, and as we say there, you guys need to take that on the road. <laughs> After we have been bombarded with news in the last couple days. Your music is bomb for the soul. I'm so grateful. Thank you. It's beautiful. My husband is at the Songwriters Hall of Fame dinner tonight in Nashville. My life has been surrounded by music, and when you get to hear something that beautiful, it means the world. Basically, I think the message of Philip is that the world is not calling us to be a hero. It's calling us to be a host. We don't need more heroes in this world, but we need a lot of better hosts. I should spell that because I'm from Nashville and I don't know if you can understand what I'm saying. H-O-S-T, host. I mean, that's what he was in the beautiful story of the baptism of the Ethiopian eunuch. He never went and said, you need to get baptized, I can save you. He listened. And he answered questions. And when he was invited to baptize, he said, sure, I would love to walk along this journey with you. And again, in the gospel, we see him walking along the journey. People want to be the hero of their own story, but they need people to be with them to offer space and resources and time to find out that hero part of their own story. And I love that that's the message of Philip, one of the seven apostles that was sent out to care for the poor and those who were hurting in the community. It's a message of inclusiveness and universality and hope. And really the message is in doing that work, may our eyes be open to see the hero before us. When I think of who embodies that for me in my life, it's a woman named Ty. You know that I'm from Thistle Farms, it started in Nashville, Tennessee. It's become a global movement for women's freedom. We have 92 sister communities around the country with over 600 long-term free beds for heroic women who have survived so much in this world. I don't know that 
BJ really sold the products like I would want him to, so I'll just do a better job. <laughs> Some of those products out there are made by women who are refugees right now. They're knitting in Ukraine. They're from Eastern occupied Ukraine. And you know that human trafficking and refugees are inextricably linked. There's socks and blankets out there. There's beautiful baskets from women in Botswana. And there's candles made right in Nashville, Tennessee by a woman named Ty who reminds me of Philip. She came, like most of the women, she was abused at an early age. Not much justice in her life. She was part of a sting that she got caught up in with her trafficker who was also trafficking drugs. She was sent to prison for a long, long time. She came out, she had one pending charge and she came to Thistle Farms and she became, this is 15 years ago, our first candle maker. She was bringing the light and she was doing the work and trying to figure out how to make restitution with the courts and her family and getting her life back. She had one last charge and she went back to court on that last charge. And even though it wasn't costing the state anything for her to be in this community and to do this work and to bring this light and to earn an income for her to be safer and the community safer, they sentenced her to another 14 years in prison, so she left us that day in shackles. And she went away for years. It took a whole community of people, good hosts, who offered that time and talent and resources to help this hero, Ty, come out. It was about three and a half years later, and on the day she came out, she came back into Thistle Farms and she walked back into the manufacturing space and she started pouring candles. When I saw it, my eyes were open. I saw him. This forgiving, amazing face before me that could teach us all a master's class on what mercy and forgiveness looks like. I told her, Ty, you know, this was probably a year later, go with me, I'm going to this church in Houston, Texas, come with me. Come tell your story of how amazing you are. She wrote down the whole story, including, you know, this part about her stepfather, about all this other stuff she had gone through as a little kid. And she was really nervous and she kept editing and editing and editing it. And she got up to speak to the community and she got so nervous she couldn't say anything and she just stood there and her eyes welled up and the entire community got up and gave her a standing ovation without a word spoken. It was a holy and beautiful moment of recognizing the Lord in each other in a crazy world of polarizing politics, destabilizing war, and uncertain economics. Ty now is the director of all our manufacturing. She trains hundreds of women in how to make this social enterprise work. She is Philip in flesh. And we get to be hosts and keep doing our work 
so that we can continue to recognize in our brothers and sisters the face of God among us. Amen.
O God, you have made us in your own image and redeemed us through Jesus, your Son. Look with compassion on the whole human family. Take away the arrogance and hatred which infect our hearts. Break down the walls that separate us. Unite us in bonds of love. And work through our struggle and confusion to accomplish your purposes on earth. That in your good name, in your good time, all nations and races may serve you in harmony around your heavenly throne. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Together, let us say prayer two, found on page three in your service bulletin. Be present, Spirit of God, within us, your dwelling place and home, that this house may be one where all darkness is penetrated by your light, all troubles calmed by your peace, all evil redeemed by your love, all pain transformed in your suffering, and all dying glorified in your risen life. Amen. Peace of God, which passes all our understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of God's Son, Jesus Christ, and the blessing of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, be among you and remain with you always.